you have all of these people running through your mind that you've helped in some way, and like Jen said, there's just so many little wins, or you know, you're in a, a crisis situation, and then just to see them functioning and stable, and they're having a good day, and then that's when your day is better. Welcome to Elder Care Insights with me, Lee Berkowitz. This podcast is designed to give you the resources you need to make stress-free decisions for your family. Your home care journey starts now. Let's dive right in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Elder Care Insights podcast by Welcome Back Home Care. And today we're very honored to have a great company, Senior Options of Florida. And we have Sherry Geller, we have Jennifer, and we have Summer here. And we're all going to have a conversation about care management and what Senior Options does. So, Sherry, please tell us a little bit about your company and how did you get started in this business and why did you get started in geriatric care management? It's a lot of questions. Okay. Um, So first, how I got into this. Um, So by 13 years old, I didn't have any grandparents. And so I wasn't around older adults. And I didn't even know really who this cohort was. My sister got into this in New York, into care management, and I would ask her questions about it. And it really intrigued me, her stories, what happened, what she did. So I took a course, a gerontology certificate course, Mm -hmm. and loved it, aced it. (laughs) And just, it was the basics. What is polypharmacy? What is an elder law attorney? Living options for older adults. So it opened up a world for me that I never knew of. Um, This is my second career. I was a buyer for Macy's a long time ago in New York. So stayed, got married, stayed at home, loved that also, but was looking to do something. Anyway, took this course, went back to school at 48 for my social work degree, and worked with my sister for several years and then opened my own company 12 years ago. Wow, where'd you go to school for your social work degree? FAU. Oh, uh, shout out to Boca Raton. Wonderful. Very local where where I happen to live. And yeah, that's amazing. So tell us a a little bit about the why. So what, what, what made you and and what inspires you to, to be a care manager? Okay. So from these stories and taking these courses and I took an aging um, certificate course I received also through when I went for my master's and I love this cohort. Some of my friends are like, no offense, Sherry, but how do you work with these people? I'm like, I love them. I love, this is the last greatest generation. And as much as we give to them, they give more to us. And their stories are unbelievable, impressive, inspirational, intriguing. And so working with older adults, I just connect with them. I'm an old soul and I'm old. so not so much, not so much. We, we have I, a lot of time here. Exactly. I feel like I'm an old soul too, and I love this as well. Um, so I, I can see your passion right away. Your eyes are lighting up. You know, you're talking about what you love. So uh, let me let me introduce and, and give Jennifer and um, and um, Summer here a little bit of of time, and maybe you've had some time to think about mm-hmm. the the question. Please, we want to know your why. So we'll start with Jennifer. Please tell us why are you a geriatric care manager? What made you get into it to this? Thanks, Lee. I, you know, I had a really special bond with my grandmother 
growing up and even through my adulthood. And, um, you know, I originally went into this thinking into the field as a mental health counselor, thinking I wanted to work with adolescents. And then as soon as I went into my, um, you know, practical work, I realized they chewed me up and spit me out and thought, uh oh, <laughs> this is definitely not for me. And then I did my internship at a nursing home and I oh, wow. just absolutely fell into it. And uh, working with a client one day, she said to me, you know, you must have really loved your grandmother. And that resonated with me. And, uh, and just similar to the sentiments of what Sherry said, I always feel like it's such an honor to be able to work with people at this stage in their lives when they've lived such amazing lives, amazing experiences. You know, people see them, you know, when they're frail and not doing well and, you know, what they don't realize is is they've had an amazing life mm-hmm. and can still have an amazing life. Yeah. So that's that's really what connected me. Yeah. So so care management does help with the quality of life to continue them to pr- preserve the dignity, to help them get around and to um, basically help them live their best life in their golden years. Exactly. 100%. Right? So, so let's hear from, from Summer, please. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got started, and, and what is your why? Well, I went to social work school more. I wanted to be in mental health counseling and be more of a clinician. And then I realized sitting and listening to people's problems for all day, every day, I probably wouldn't have <laughs> done really well with that. <laughs> so I ended up getting more into healthcare. At least that was my practicum. And then I, my first, second jobs were all in the healthcare system where you happen to find a lot of old people. And same kind of experience where I just always felt good leaving somebody from that generation in terms of the conversation and just you just connect. I connected with them a lot more than I would different generations. Um, and I think I saw a lot, especially working in the hospital, that it's such a gap in care where if they don't have an advocate in that system, mm. they can easily, very easily get swept away, discharged inappropriately, mm-hmm. and there's things missed. And I grew to not like the healthcare system being in it and being on the opposite end of being the discharger. Um, so then I got more into the opposite side in the home-based life. And mm-hmm. that's where I really felt like I was doing what I went to school for. And I was actually helping people and not just pushing a bottom line and just pushing people out the door prematurely. Mm-hmm. And um, now I'm on the other side and being in that realm, I have that experience to Mm -hmm. be able to say, yeah, this is how it is. And this is how I can help you navigate it. Mm -hmm. Even though it's a broken system, like you have the expertise and the knowledge to help these families really have a guide. Really communicating with the adult children, Mm -hmm. most likely out of state, maybe even out of the country. So just to piggyback off what you said in the advocacy, when Mm -hmm. there's a crisis, when they're in the hospital and um, feel free to chime in as well. But what, how do you, how does senior options help the adult children while their mother, their father, or, or, or grandparents are in the hospital. How do senior options advocate for these folks? Well, we do a really good job at knowing everything there is to know about the client. So if there's an allergy to a medication, we're letting the doctor know, we're putting it on a whiteboard and making sure the nurse staff is aware and we're knowing all their pre-medical conditions or their diet and 
How are they going to spend their time in the hospital? Are they going to be talking to family? How are we going to keep their spirits up? So it's a very wraparound approach. But the first and foremost is communicating with the family about mm-hmm. where they are in the hospitalization, connecting with the social worker, the nurse, the doctor, and just making sure that they're aware of what their care needs are so that nothing's being missed. Wow. Wow. And so so that's super important. And I can only imagine uh, how how worried a lot of these adult children are because I've had phone calls myself and they say, Lee, you know, they're in so-and-so hospital, Delray Medical, wherever, you know, uh, everybody's different and it's always complicated and it's always difficult. But they'll say, I- I'm trying to reach a case manager. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to reach the discharge right. manager. Right. So, so please go ahead. You. Yeah. Right. So that's really... <laughs> Where we always say, wear your boots on the ground, wear your eyes and ears. And, you know, a daughter once called me and said, oh, you like the daughter? I'm like, no, you're the daughter. We're the professional. This is what we do. This is our wheelhouse. This is our skill set, experience and knowledge. So let us help you and let your and help your family member. Mm -hmm. Right. So, again, a big problem is that they can't get them on the phone, but we can. And if we can't get them on the phone, guess what? We're taking a 15-minute drive over, and we're walking in and finding out what we need to find out. Yeah, I like that a lot. I mean, that that that's so great. And and just because we're here, right, it's just just impossible for, for adult children who are out of state. You know, even if they decide to book a plane ticket for that moment, it's going to take a few hours. It's going to take a few dollars as well. So you think about the value here with, with care management and, um, and how they help basically take... The, from going from one negative emotion, worry, anxiety, to another emotion, which is peace of mind, comfort, knowing that someone has your back, someone's there to advocate. I mean, it, it means the world to me. It means the world to these families. And we're really uh, changing the stigma of the healthcare system. And more people should know about geriatric care management. And that's why we're having senior options uh, on the podcast, because we, we want to let the world know. This is available. This is for you. So just give a call. And so what would be a, uh, an easy way to reach out for, for the people watching and listening? What, what's the best way to reach Senior Options? Our, I mean, we've got a real comprehensive website, www.senioroptionsfl.com. You can call our office. We're on LinkedIn. Um, and I, I just wanted to kind of piggyback to yeah. on something that you said, Lee, about you know the adult children. Um, which, yes, majority live out of state, you know, live out of the country. But mm-hmm. quite honestly, we have quite a few families who live here locally. And, mm-hmm. you know, but they are professionals. They're sandwiched, you know, with families and work. and The sandwich generation. Yeah, exactly. And they're juggling, you know, trying to figure out, as Summer said, a broken system, medical system. Where do I start? It's one of those things like... You don't know until you have to know. You know, nobody really plans for these type of crises. So mm-hmm. w- when they're in it, they really, you know, come to us for that professional guidance and navigating and, and advocacy. So even though they are here locally, they're saying, listen, this isn't, you know, we have adult children who are professionals in their field. Yeah. But they don't know what to do or where to start mm-hmm. or where to begin or where to call. But they know this is what we do, and that's why we're there to help and partner mm-hmm. with the adult children yeah. locally. Yeah, the right. experts. Right, and that's what I wanted to say also. Even if they could take that flight down, which some mm-hmm. of them can't. Their hands are tied. They mm-hmm. run businesses. They have families. They have other responsibilities. But even when they get down here, they really don't know what to ask, what who to call, what the next steps are. And we could guide them on that clearly, but we don't have to, we don't need them to come down. 
we could do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Communication is key with, with all relationships and just letting the, the families know, you know, this, this is happening. This is your care man. This is your discharge planner. You know, uh, we spoke with them and they said this and we got your back, you know, g- g- trust the experts because when they're coming in that, you know, they're busy, they don't really know where to go, what to do next. And they're probably exhausted emotionally, physically, mentally. So, you know, I, I, I really see, see so much value in geriatric care management. So um, that was a little piece on on um, on the hospital and during crisis. Can I add one more? Yeah, thing? yeah, please. I mean, it's so important. You can My add as many like things as you would so like. Okay. Yeah. So I think where we excel is our collaboration. When I started twelve years ago, it was me, myself, and I, three people. Wow. <laughs> and I had and I had twenty two. I got up to you know. I started with one case, two, three. I was, had twenty two cases. Not to be overconfident and sound obnoxious, but I do. I, I'm good at what we. I'm good at what I do. Yeah, right? and you clearly care. You have the passion, and and you can't make that up. Right. That's that's clearly there. Thank you. So what happened though was that's when I brought on my. So I wasn't sleeping. My my <laughs> clients were taken care of very well. Me not so much. So I. That's when I started building. I brought on the second and the third. So we have. We now collaborate. Um, we have ten care managers who are social workers and registered nurses, and it is a team approach. So even though each client has a primary care manager and a co-manager, because if they're out, the second person knows just as much as the first. We have a team that could step in that asks each, we ask each other questions if we don't know, because now you have, instead of one person with that skill set, experience, and knowledge, now you have 11 people with all sorts of backgrounds. And each one of our care managers can stand on their own very well, because they wouldn't be working with senior options if not. However, we are that much better together mm-hmm. and stronger and wiser. And it's just the things at our team meetings, like the excitement when they start talking about clients and what they're doing. And then somebody, you know, like they're all jumping. Like I have this idea, I have that idea. It's really exciting. And we have unbelievable success stories. Great. Yeah. It reminds me of that, that quote. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, bring a team. So that, that the team is everything. And, um, so, so, so that's really, really great. And um, it goes to show that, like, especially for the children, for the families, we don't know everything either. And I think, you know, there's so many different niches in terms of the aging process. And there's a medical side, there's a social side, a religious side. There's so many different mm-hmm. aspects. So it's nice that I can comfortably say I'll never know everything and I'll always continue to learn. But if there's a space that I'm not as well versed in, there's always somebody on my team that can help me f- bridge that gap. Mm-hmm. Wow, so that's amazing. Now, about senior options, do you have a minimum amount of hours per month, or how, how does that work with the, is there a membership, or how, 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 how does <laughs> you know, this work? That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. It's an exclusive <laughs> Maybe membership. Maybe we'll start that, that's right, there you go. So, I'll speak to that, but you could fill in if you want. So we do require two visits a month. And the reason we do that is because we have found when you're meeting with anybody who's a client of ours is declining or having issues somewhere, whether it's a fractured hip, whether it's a new diagnosis of um, Parkinson's, uh, dementia, cancer, anything, right? Or just failing emotionally. They're isolated. With COVID, we saw a major, you know, downturn with 
every one of our clients. We brought puzzles. We brought activities to the house. I mean, whatever. They were isolated, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So we have found that the one visit a month, we could lose a lot by not, if we only see them once. And we explain it to the families. They get it. They're on board. And it could be a doctor's visit. It could be a home visit. We have to lay eyes on them. We don't put a clock to it. We don't say, oh, we have to be there an hour and a half each time. If we go and it's a 45-minute visit and the care manager did their homework, they assessed, they saw everything is where it needs to be, they followed up, the medications, emotional well-being, their hydration, everything that we look at, we're done. And if there's something going on, it could be longer. Mm -hmm. But everything is communicated before, during, and after to our families. So it's a fluid conversation. And just to piggyback on that, exactly what Sherry said, you know, a lot can happen in a month with an older adult. Mm -hmm. And it's really difficult to have to keep a really good pulse on things unless you are in there, you know, really. And when we get in there, I mean, we get in there. Mm -hmm. We know them from top to bottom. We are, you know, in the loop on every aspect of their life. So, you know, if goodness forbid there's a crisis or a hospitalization, we can easily jump in and yeah. we're not behind, you know, behind the eight ball. Yeah. And we, we've seen senior options in action and we understand that you really are there and you're physically there and you're, you're in tune with the clients and, and communicating a lot. We'll go into a little bit more of the all aspects. Tell us a little bit about all these aspects of care management, you know, from say if somebody's, uh, I've had experiences where we have a discharge ready the discharge planner calls us and says, all right, we need a discharge on this date. Um, you know, can you do that? Yeah, of course we can do that. But then when we take a look at the home, it's not the way. It's not a safe place. You know, maybe there's a hoarder. Maybe there's, um, you know, there was a, they fell. They have the laundry in the, you know, in, in the, the, the washing machine. And, you know, it's just kind of a little bit of chaos in the house. Like, so... Do, do you go into the homes prior to the discharge? Do you do safety assessments and and how does that work? I'm going like, to let Summer take yeah, that. So she just she <laughs> just very did timely that. <laughs> last week. Yeah, yeah. So we can anticipate before discharge. Um, you know, we'll go into the home and look at our the area rugs picked up. Is there clutter? Are the walkways clear? Do we need grab bars in a shower? Um, you're undressing the home from top to bottom and being very meticulous about, you know, are there sharp objects? Are there, you know, is there just any tripping hazard, anything that can cause a fall or be harmful to their safety? And is it clean? Like that you really look at everything, but that is something we'll do. And it's a continuous process where we don't let it get to the point where, oh, it's discharged today. It's planning with the discharge planner from the Mm -hmm. hospital and talking about home care, rehab, medical follow-up, maybe a private duty coming in for extra support and supervision. What about their meals and their nutrition? Like it's equipment, whatever it could be. Mm -hmm. So it's a continuous process where we don't, we take it all at once and we're not surprised by a discharge when it Mm -hmm. comes. Mm -hmm. So Senior Options has lots of resources Right. Lots of um, partners in the community you're working with, whether it's a private duty uh, company like Welcome Back Home Care or others, of course, uh, a Medicare company that, you know, maybe you recommend to to others and uh, you can help with all this whole process. I've had in the past where um, the fire department had to knock down the windows to get Mm -hmm. through the door. 
you know? And so, like, there's a broken window in the house. There's still glass. Like, that's all part of kind of planning it out and to, to check the environment out. So, yeah, we, we cleaned up the glass. We called a uh, window company. We set that up with, with the client. So, like, these things happen where the, the house needs a heavy-duty steam cleaning or something like that, you know? So... Please. Well, we would have probably put a lockbox on the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, all these are, great resources. Right, so mm-hmm. our, our goal is to be proactive, not reactive. Mm-hmm. And that's where our skill set comes in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the lockbox is a great idea. So then anybody can get through if they have the code and they, they can, you know, check out the house and to make sure that th- these folks that are coming home are in a nice, healthy, clean environment conducive to their well-being. And not only that, the, the caregiver coming in, there's going to be nurses coming in, you know, there's going to be lots of people coming in. So we want to make sure that, you know, it, it's for the, the benefit overall of, of everyone. Right. We want to set them up for success. Yes. You know, when they go home. It's really yes. important. Yes. So so we, we went a little bit and we spoke about the discharge process, um, the, the different resources of care management. So let's go into a little bit different. Once we get the client a little bit more stabilized, right? They maybe have a physical therapy in the house. They're getting stronger. They maybe have a private caregiver. They're, they're feeling good. They're going to their uh, appointments and they maybe to the beauty salon or their favorite coffee shop. Caregivers can drive and help with light housekeeping and things like that. What next? Do, does um, care management offer more services? Do you offer um, bill pay? Do you help with the credit cards? Do you help, you know, anything outside of the typical healthcare, you know, day to day? Yes. <laughs> okay. All of okay. the above. Great. Okay, sure, wow. Yes, wow, I nailed it right there with all yeah. these questions. Yes is good. And so, but wait, let me just caveat to that. So we might not do the bill pay. We don't do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're going, so I have a line. Everybody should stay in their lane. Mm-hmm. Our lane is care management. Mm-hmm. We're very good at what we do. So anything outside of that scope, we typically will go to some a resource that we have a relationship with, we've used, we've had experience with, and success with, mm-hmm. and tell the family we typically give at least two options, and right. you know explain the difference. What and then they'll say you know you pick or either one or I'd like to talk to them, whatever the case may be. But we really yes we do it in the sense that we'll get it done, but do we actually do it? No. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I really see the the great value here in care management. Um, in in this also having all the resources for these folks, being the ears and eyes, communicating with the families, being there, you know, so, you know, if you're listening, if you're watching, you have to call senior options and just ask some questions. Do you offer a free consultation? Do you offer, how, how does it work when someone picks up the phone and calls? Absolutely. We get calls all the time from clients themselves or the adult children or family or even neighbors, concerned neighbors mm-hmm. calling, asking about our service. What, you know, what can you do to help? What is care management? What do you offer? Um, so we do. We spend time, you know, talking a little bit about what the situation is, how we might be able to be helped uh, mm-hmm. of help. And then, um, you know, let them know about our website, which gives a lot more detailed information as well. And mm-hmm. then we kind of go from there. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So basically, if you just give them a call, uh, Senior Options, you can learn a little bit. Jennifer, Summer, Sherry, or the other nine caregivers, (laughs) care managers, um, will definitely answer all those questions. And, 
you know, give them a call. They're not going to charge you for the phone call. Call, ask, learn a little bit about care management and, um, and what they do and how they can help and how we all can help. So um, we've been talking a little bit about uh, senior options, care management. Now, I'm going to throw a little curveball for everybody. Okay. Uh-oh. So um, mm-hmm. I'll start with you, Jennifer. Tell me your best day as a care manager. I mean, honestly, I love that. I, I love visiting the clients. I mean, I love being out there in the weeds of things. Um, you know, I'm a director of care management, but I also have my own caseload, and I love I love visiting the clients. I love you know seeing their faces. I love hearing about those little, you know, not every day is a stellar win, but sometimes there's, you know, tiny little wins that give you that extra, you know, a client who's really resistant, but that visit, you could tell you made a little bit of headway with them and mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. that okay, we're getting somewhere here. Or, or you talk to a daughter who says, you know, like, I, I don't know what I would do without you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, this, thank you so much. You know, it gives me so much peace. I'll be honest, I have the chills through half this interview because I can relate so much to um, what we're talking about. So fulfillment and purpose, you know, helping. I mean, what a great thing. So um, Summer, please, what's your best day ever um, as a geriatric care manager? I don't know if I have like a best day, but you like you have all these people running through your mind that you've helped in some way. And like Jen said, there's just so many little wins or you know you're in a a crisis situation and then just to see them functioning and stable and they're having a good day and then that's when your day is better yeah yeah you 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 see the the adult children finally letting go of their guard and their worry and they can finally smile i mean those thank yous i mean they mean the world to me and um you know it's just amazing uh, what you're doing and just just to 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 get that reward right that you can't really put it's not tangible mm-hmm. but but you know it's there so sherry please right. uh, i know okay. you have a best day yeah. i you know what i really i mean every day is the best day I, oh that's somebody great. once said to that's me great. When i are, agree when are you gonna you know when are you gonna stop like you're not old you're not young whatever and i said and when i stopped loving it when I stop loving it, I just, I get emotional thinking about it because all the people we've touched, the clients, their families, I'm still in touch with some families, you know, not often, but check in um, that I've been with for 10 years and saw their mom a lot more than they did from being mm-hmm. out of town. And so I don't know about best day, but best moments are like Jen and Summer said, you know, connecting with that client. Um, just they're so happy to forget what we're doing for them, which clearly is first, but just the relationship building and they're happy to see us. I mean, a lot of them are lonely with all the things we put in place with their socialization and the caregiver and going to a senior center and activities we put together for them. Mm -hmm. Their families aren't here, right? They miss that wedding or, you know, certain events they can't go to anymore. And so I think that is a big win, right? Those relationships and just knowing that you're making a difference in their life. But I just want one story where it was a hospital setting. One of my clients got very ill from a medication. And when I looked at the discharge note, the medication was on the list. The medication that she was brought in that she made her violently ill was on the list to go home with. So Mm. again, things, 
I hate to say they're broken here, but they are. And so that advocacy, that that talking about, I don't know, when, not when, I don't know what you want to call it, but knowing that, I mean, I don't want to say it saved her life, but I certainly made a difference yeah, right? yeah. That, in that moment. Yeah. So just all of that advocacy, what you're doing, you know, and even seeing when you got the client. I mean, we had a client who was, we got him, he was in a fetal position, wanted to die. I'm not going to go through the whole story. We don't have time for it, but I don't know if it was three months later, I would say, give or take this years ago, he was living an independent living, had a companion, was on the right medications, got the right psychiatrist, loving life. I mean, talking about a win. Oh, yeah. Right? Wow. So, and, and I have the chills, you know, just just from, from hearing about this. So you basically, you you prevented that client from having that type of reaction again. And the the, the I'm not going to put any negative stuff out there, but the right. nurse should have noticed that this happened one time and she basically set him up to, for that to happen again. Right. So you were there, thank God, and um, you advocated on behalf of that client like they're your family, like you do for all your clients. And I, I heard you, you mentioned before that our families, they're family, right? You, you treat them like family, they're family. And so instead of this client coming home with a medication that would have put them... In, Back in the hospital. Back in the hospital and like so unnecessary, you prevented that. And so you probably went to that nurse and, and, and gave her or him your peace of mind. In a nice right? way. In a nice way. <laughs> because we, we all care so much. And, you know, I, it would be tough for me to, to hold back a little bit, yeah. you know, because I'd be looking them in the eyes and be saying, what are you doing? You know, so um, without getting a, a negative, mm-hmm. but... Um, that's that's really great. So again, senioroptionsfl.com. This is Sherry Geller, Summer McLaughlin. We have Jennifer Escobar. <laughs> and um, we're so honored to have you. We've worked together in the past. We look forward to working together in the future. And um, thanks for all that you do. Um, this has been a great podcast episode. Again, this is the Elder Care Insights podcast by Welcome Back Home Care. We thank you so much for listening and tuning in. And thank you all to Senior thank Options you. for being thank here. You. Thank, thank you, you for having us, Lee. Thank you for listening and subscribing to Elder Care Insights. Remember, when it comes to stress-free care for your loved one, knowledge is power. Stay informed, make great choices, and work with experts. I'd love to chat with you. Book a call with me, Lee Berkowitz, at 561-665-1998. Find us online at www.welcomebackhomecare.com.